welcome to the Defenders Podcast, the fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. I'm Claire. I'm Jimmy. And I'm Will. Hooray! And we are joining you on this wintry, wintry night uh, in in the UK. So I'm saying that because there probably will be fireworks in the background. Um, because there's lots of fireworks going on outside my yeah, window. Um yeah, and I was going to say, I'm probably outside our guest Rebecca's window because it is Guy Fawkes yep. weekend and most people are doing fireworks tonight. Uh, so joining us is the revolutionary, the ravishing, the ridiculous Rebecca. Yay, I finally made ridiculous. <laughs> and our other guest, oh, I've got to think of more well, eyes now. Say, ah. I think you are. <laughs> um, is, uh, is our old Defender pal. <laughs> It's the the re- rebellious, the <laughs> riot, the riotous, the uh, redonkulous. Oh, <laughs> Hello, welcome back. I'm still recovering from that neti pot scene, so um, uh, just yeah, still yeah. shivering, still shivering. I think we all, we all are. Ooh. Never have to um, again, please. <laughs> <laughs> neti pots are these a thing in the UK, Rebecca? Because I don't know. Oh. Neti pots. No. You know the little thing that Matt stuck up his nose? Uh, they exist. Oh, good. But I think I've only seen them in, like, media They exist, and I think stuff. people roundly mock the idea that anyone would do it. But I have I have seen somebody recommend it to someone else, and I'm like, mm, no. God, it's so weird. Mm. Hey, stick this pot mm. up your nose. <laughs> mm. Strange. Um, so, Rebecca, I know that you have seen all of Daredevil Season 3 because I watched most of it with yes, you. Yes, until I crashed. Until you crashed and I went to the yeah. pub. Um, but, Robin, I don't know where you are up to. Um, are you, you watching along with us? <gasps> Ooh, oh, the treats. Suffer. The treats you have in store. Yeah. Iron Fist. Last Iron Fist I pushed right through. Just knocked, I, like, binged it, basically. And actually had a much it, more enjoyable time than the first season. Yeah. And it was a shorter season as well. So. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's yeah, it's kind of like good to, to binge yeah. it. Um, awesome. Uh, I've got some little bits of news this week. Nothing too exciting. Good good news, guys. No more shows have been cancelled so far. Woo! However, we haven't had news of a Daredevil season four, so I still think it's going to be cancelled. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, according to the MCU Exchange, Daredevil uh, season three, the viewership had dropped by fifty-seven percent from season two. Oh, that's crazy. Oh my. Well, maybe they yeah. should just like you know do the show every year. <laughs> that way, people remember that it's a show that's on. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe they should advertise it on Netflix. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Or do any advertising. All of these ideas yeah. are good ideas, guys. Like watching these. Yeah. Put us in charge of Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's seriously. Give us the power. I mean, watching this this show now, I'm like, man, this feels like a revival. Like, like oh, they brought the gang back for for a mm. reboot of the show because it's been so long. It's so tied to season one and not even season two. It's kind of crazy. Like, you need obviously need to have known what happened with in the Defenders, but really. You're just following the characters on from season one, I feel like. And season one was so long ago that it does just feel like it's been ages since we've seen this kind of particular Daredevil, I guess. I think it's also important to remember that that Netflix doesn't release their actual stats. So 
a lot mm-hmm. of this is based on speculation. I think that 57% drop was based on social media chats or something like that. Yeah, there. social so, media chat. Um, yeah. Doesn't mean it won't be cancelled, doesn't mean nothing else is going on, but we don't really know, and it's a lot of, um, a lot of Marvel uh, and comic news websites just looking for a bit of content they know will get a few clicks as well. Yeah, Because uh, I agree, I think, I mean, I don't even know if you have to watch The Defenders, honestly, because they don't string people along about where Matt is at the beginning. Yeah. I yeah. think, like, you can get enough from, like, that first episode even to go, okay, people don't think he's around. But yeah, it, a building fell on him, yeah, cool. Yeah. He went flying out of the sewer. <laughs> like Augustus Gloop. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that has helped me, like, keep this storyline as far as like you know just daredevil in general in mind is because josie hadn't watched it the first go around so after we Mm. finished um luke cage i think season two she started watching daredevil completely so you know she hadn't watched any of it so then i could talk to her about like oh what episode are you on and so like i was refreshing myself of what Mm. happened but otherwise my memory is the worst (laughs) i can't like so we meet who eventually will be a spoiler uh the the villain or whatever in this episode and i was just like i forgot i don't know what you're talking about i don't know who i'm talking about either because i forgot it from the goddamn trailer from a week prior so i just like okay whatever I think it's crazy they had that trailer that basically went. Oh, by the way, yeah, yeah. this guy's bullseye. It's like I didn't. Wa- I what? didn't actually watch any of the trailers. I thought it was it was insane that trailer. It was, it just felt so spoilery. I know Christine and I talked about it. Um, yeah, which I think is a good a good plan. Especially if the I, show's not far out, you know. Mm. I, I wouldn't say I'm committed to doing that. Okay, you know, obviously I'm weak. I do these things, but like. <laughs> <laughs> If I'm bu- if I'm busy, like I was really busy in the run up to Daredevil with work, and I was just and people kept talking about trailers, and I was like, I know it's just like a minute or two, but I just don't want to stop my day to pay attention to it, so I just carried on. Then it's uh, like, yeah, you it's already know you're gonna watch it. It's like why bother? Yeah. Like oh, and, I, I, I'd like it, I'd like to actually yeah. enjoy the story, not just bits of it. <laughs> right, and then people started mentioning that it was spoilery, and I'm like, okay, then I'm not even gonna even think about watching mm. it. So yeah. Yeah, there was um, also, like, saying about other um, comic book websites, they were saying that, because it it looks like there's been this survey, this data got from, I don't know from who, it's not from Netflix, and they were saying with Luke Cage and Iron Fist as well, there was, like, a two-thirds drop of viewers in the second seasons of those, Um, which I imagine there would be a drop anyway, because so much of the first seasons was leading up to Defenders. It kind of makes sense. Yeah. but uh, yeah, there's been a lot of reporting about that. Any, um, any and then the other sort of no, nothing yet, nothing yet. Um, no, that's no. <laughs> we're getting the next season. Yeah, yeah. I think we won't get another season after that one because no, Melissa Rosenberg's leaving yeah. after that season, and it's kind of her baby. And I feel like. That she'll tell the story she wanted to tell in these three seasons. They'd have to be really committed to it to go on after a successful showrunner leaves. That, Who's been there all three exactly, seasons, yeah. Exactly, one that's been yeah. with it the whole time. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, the other news uh, sort of seems to be all about these series that they are developing for the Disney um, streaming service. Mm. So we know that they're doing, which I don't know what you guys think, but none of these make me go, oh, I want to watch that. So we've got a Scarlet Witch series, miniseries, which will also have Vision in it, which I'm like... Yeah, yeah. I would watch it. I'd watch it for Wiccan. I'll watch they, it. If they bring Wiccan in, yeah. then it's worth it. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, I'll, I'll watch all of them, yeah. but none of them I'm like. I'm not interested yeah. in Scarlet Witch and Vision, but I love Wiccan, so I will. If he's in it, I'll watch it, and I watch it to see if he's in it. So, yeah. yeah. Assuming we get the uh, we've streaming got... channels in the UK. Oh, maybe I hope so. We better. Or I'm gonna move into Tammy's basement, <laughs> and I know you don't have a basement because you live in an apartment. <laughs> We're going to live in your crypt like Matt lives in the yeah, crypt in the church. That's exactly it. That'll be it. Uh, we've got a Falcon and Winter Soldier miniseries. How which... can you not be interested in that? <sighs> because all it's going to be is them going, I love I love Captain America. Well, I love him more. I'm his BFF. I, no. I don't. I just that, don't know. that scene with Bucky, uh, with him asking him to move the seat and him saying no. It'll be so fun. Uh, they may not have any. Uh, they may not have a Captain America to talk about. One of them might be Captain America. No. No, this is live yeah, action. Really? Are they going to have the yeah. actual yes. action? Yeah. Yeah. This is the only one I'm kind of excited about, which is uh, a Hawkeye film or miniseries in development, and it might feature Kate Bishop, because that makes me hope really? that it's going to be an adaptation of the Matt Fraction and David Adger please, please, um, please. run, which was amazing. It makes, it makes a huge that. amount of sense. I don't want to talk about Hawkeye too much. But I, I, haven't, hmm. I haven't heard the... Uh, you just released the first podcast for Daredevil, so did you talk about that casting news for... The next Avengers. I don't know how if it's Which casting news? or not, but I never know. Yeah. I mean, I know what you mean. I don't think I mentioned it. Who cares? Tell me anyway. Spoiler. It's not because we don't know who they've been cast as, right? If it's yeah, it's the girl from Thirteen Reasons Why, the one you see on all the posters. Oh, yeah. I forget her name. Catherine Langford, maybe, as that sounds right. And that uh, she's going to be, she's some mystery character in the next Avengers, oh. but people think she may be. Uh, uh, Kate, and that some, might be a way. Some people think. Some people. It's been suggested. Yeah, Kate. some people. Yeah. It's been suggested mm. she might be. I don't, yeah, the rest might be a little bit more spoilery, so I'm not gonna. Well, now I'll just look it up after. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best. Or she could be Cassie Lang. Isn't it coming out like in a couple? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like over three hours long, apparently. <laughs> It's all, it, well, it's going to be three and a half hours now because they obviously have to put in the Defenders. Now we can haven't I, got can I just, uh, can I just, Luke Cage and I just series. defend Avengers for for a minute. Number one, it's already been filmed. It's done. <laughs> yeah. Even reshoots are finished. So yes, and it's not necessarily. They didn't say it was going to be over three hours. They said it was going to be longer than Infinity War. Now that could also mean by thirty almost, seconds. Almost three hours. <laughs> yeah. How do people say like, "Oh, it's over three hours long"? Like that's bad news to me. That's like, yes, please. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah I exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's been filmed already. It's all done. It's over nine thousand hours long. <laughs> yeah. I'd watch, I'd, I'd watch it. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I think I think I that's all the news this week. Before. Seriously. And the trailer oh, nice is, and the title of Jew, Jew this month. 
Okay. Which is so weird. I don't know what's going on with the title because they. Uh, I don't really knows. care what they call it. I'm, it's going to be Avengers Four forever for me. Yeah, they could call it call Avengers it Aven- Adventures of Dave, and I don't care. <laughs> they could call it Avengers. Stephen Tony get married. I'll still call it Avengers Four. <laughs> Avengers, one more cash grab. Now, if they call it, <laughs> if they call it Avengers the Musical, I'll be very excited because that would be amazing. That would. Uh, so I think I think that's all your news this week. Oh no, wait, what's this little bit of news that I spot um, that Robin is aware of because he might have posted it online this week. Uh, yeah, I was very happy to watch a certain show this week, um, which I did binge and watch seven episodes in a day, um, which was, and let me see if I can get the name right, which I never can, which was The the, the Haunting of Hill House. Yep. Not the house on the hill that is haunted, not the, the house of Haunted Hill. I, I keep getting the name wrong. The Haunting of Hill House. Uh, Robin, what... what Led, yeah, exactly. What happened in one of the episodes, Robin, that was that links in with our podcast? Uh, one take. <laughs> no, no, Robin, no. There's an episode where a little kid wants to dress up for Halloween. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And who does he dress up as, Robin? Oh my God, uh, the the kid dressed up as uh, Daredevil in one of the episodes. It's it was pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. In the black suit. So if yeah. you haven't watched it, there's your reason. Yeah, just see a little kid dress. A little kid who's way too young to be watching Daredevil, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I'm on episode six, I think, so I'm marching my way through it. Oh, it's so good. I loved it so much. It was, episode it was six a, was amazing. I watched, like, an episode every night. It just turned out that I was watching it at midnight. So, like, every night, like, I'd be watching a bunch of stuff, and, oh, gotta get one more Haunting a Hill House, and I'd pop it out, it'd be, a, it'd be about midnight, and uh, it was just a great way to bring in the holidays, uh, Halloween <laughs> I really enjoyed it. One of my favorite TV shows this year, definitely. So good. Yeah, very cool. Uh, right, now it's time to get into our episodes this week. We are covering episode two and three of uh, season three obviously of daredevil episode two is called please i don't know why it's called please do, do you guys know why it's called please we can no, discuss as we go through it um it was written by jim dunn and directed by lucas etlin maybe it's please because it's all to do with prayer i don't know uh grieving for the life he's abandoned <laughs> please please me Matt suffers a crisis of faith. Mick Fisk makes a deal with the FBI that turns him into a target. And episode 303 is No Good Deed, written by... Ooh, I can't read my handwriting. Sine Hoffman, and directed by Jennifer Getzinger. Uh, as Fisk moves into swanky new digs amid a public outcry, Matt wrestles with how far he's ready to go to right this wrong. Dex's aim comes into focus. Dexy and the Midnight Runners. Yeah. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> uh, should we start with Matt? Yeah. Cool. So, uh, first of all, oh, I need to ask you and Rebecca, Robin, what did you guys think of last week's episode in terms of as a start for the season? Because I know, Rebecca, we were saying it was a little bit slow, but we didn't really mind it that yeah, much. Yeah, I, I, yeah, so it was a little bit slow, but I felt... It needed to get me back into that the daredevil frame. It's slightly less, mm-hmm. that slightly darker, slightly slower. 
um, but with these crazy fights. So, um, yeah, I liked it. That was a really good start. I, th- I have very good things to say about most of the season. So, yeah, for me it was uh, it was really exciting. Um, I everybody loves a training montage, so the entire <laughs> episode was pretty much that. It introduced. Uh, Matt's got a little bit of an Achilles ear now, and, uh, you know, <laughs> um, as usual, I'm not interested at all in any of Foggy or Karen's storylines unless they're involved with Matt specifically, so really hoping that the gang gets back together this season, because I just <laughs> don't care about them outside of it. All, Matt, all Foggy and Karen get killed off. Yeah, I, I don't want that, because I'm, I'm, I'm a purist. <laughs> I want Foggy and Karen in an office with Matt. It needs to happen this season. <laughs> We'll see. We shall see. Cool. Okay, so we start off with Matt sitting in the crypt, um, taking his costume off and being all sad and crying. Uh, That's the first time we see him. And then he apparently falls asleep on the floor because that's where Maggie finds him. What a sad sack. (laughs) What a drama llama. (laughs) Which was Rebecca's uh, term that you invented, and it's so correct. (laughs) Yes, I don't know if I invented it, but wherever I picked it up from, thank you, because he is a <laughs> he is a drama llama. <laughs> oh, uh, also, and this is related. I went to the park today and took my my nephew to the park, and there was lots of people walking their dogs, and we passed this really sad sack looking border collie, and I was like, oh, it's Matt Murdock, because <laughs> Matt Murdock is a border collie. <laughs> Come on, and he's a very sad looking border collie. So yeah, so I saw the real life Matt Murdock, and it made me very happy. Or Mutt Murdog, I should say. Uh, so, <laughs> <Mutt> Dog. <laughs> uh, so Maggie brings him to his feet. His hearing's still playing up, as we can hear. And I like it's all muffled whenever she's talking. And so she berates him and gives him some painkillers. Yeah, I was just getting tired of this muffled POV. I was like, should I put the subtitles on? Should I? Because I'm like, I can't hear anything. What's going on? And then he's like talking <laughs> back to her. And I'm like, what is, what is he responding to? I have no idea. <laughs> I always have the subtitles on, oh, so I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. It didn't. It, it didn't annoy me. That's how I knew. Well, skipping ahead, that's how I knew that Albanians were coming after Fisk, because the subtitle <laughs> said speaking Albanian. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, one of the grossest things in this scene, and I thought Tammy's going to be grossed out by this, is. That blood that Matt shot out of his nose and mouth oh. is still in the sink. <laughs> oh, it was. <laughs> yeah, it's Brother, so gross. Cap, man. It's what still in the sink. You? It's in the mirror. It's so gross. Oh. I was like, oh, oh horrible. Can we um, talk about the so amount we... of blood that came out of her? No, you guys already talked about this. Stuff. <laughs> Twenty-three pints of blood. Nasty. <laughs> wow, oh, that's a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. There's so much blood in that scene. Is that what you were getting at, horrible. by the way, when I was talking about the, the promos and the bloody nose? Like, does he ever wipe his nose? And you're like, just wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were like, I hope he wipes his nose because he's got a bloody nose. And I was like, just wait. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, How much you give at a blood bank? It was so much blood. <laughs> <laughs> it was insane. Uh, they talk about being daredevil is like being a nun. And if being a nun was taken from Maggie, wouldn't she grieve as well? He just wants to grieve and be it, be left alone. He wants to grieve all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's all he wants to do. And then Maggie says, 
a long time ago, she was feeling lost and uh, didn't know what she was doing. Hmm, I wonder if that will come back in this series, guys. <laughs> put a little, uh, put a little pin in that in that thought, guys. Hmm. <laughs> And we get a flashback to Little Matt, and I love that it's the same actor. And Skylar, Skylar Gaitner? Mm -hmm. Gator? Who who I've been enjoying on on Ozark. He's really good. I don't know if you watched that show, but he's great on that. I've I've never seen him in anything else apart from this, and in the film The Ticket, in which he plays the son of someone who's blind. I was like, he's being typecast (laughs) in things to to do with blindness. Um, where, yeah, he played the son of uh, Dan Stevens. So in my brain, I was like, oh, he's the son of uh, not Danny Rand. <laughs> <laughs> the other Danny Rand. The other Danny Rand. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's hanging out at St. Agnes's. I really wish we got, like, little Daisy Johnson just skip past, like, yeah. <laughs> to, to remind us that they grew up in the same place. Um and I like that they've made Father Lantern look younger as well by putting brown in his hair. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I always love that. It, yeah, it's, it, they should have done a little bit more makeup on his face because it looked really weird. <laughs> I love it. He's just as bald. Yes. He's just as old, but he's got his hair's a little bit browner. <laughs> it makes me really happy. <laughs> <laughs> he just always looked aged. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and Matt's getting into fights and he's beating up the other kids. And Father Lantern says his anger is non-sustainable. And then they talk about original sin and free will. And I, I drew a little face in my notes because <laughs> I have a lot of issues with with these things. And yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, I oh, oh, oh. that's my brain. And he's like, um, he goes, uh, uh, listen carefully for God. He speaks in whispers. Like, Lantham, are you trying to say you're God? Is that what's going on? Like, you're whispering. Well, I would be like, well, God's an asshole. Why doesn't he speak up? <laughs> Why is he whispering? What about the people who are hard of hearing? <laughs> speak up, you asshole. <laughs> He's so ableist. <laughs> oh, I just like that idea. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So um, later on, Matt is in disguise. Um, he's is he wearing a stick cosplay? Because that's what it looks like. I swear he's dressed up like stick. It's kind of amazing. It's like hero worship. Yeah, it's my cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he gets the, he needs to get those arms a bit more sinewy. Yeah. Because like Scott Glenn, his arms, man. I was like, whoa, the dude is built. Um, so he heads with the cane to the church and listens to people praying. And then we get a flashback to him listening to people's prayers, including someone talking about a really crappy lawyer. And I was like, oh, is that why he decided to become a lawyer? <laughs> I thought that was a really powerful I could do a better though. job. I really like that, the, the, listen, the mm. kid just sitting there listening to everybody's, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. I love I loved Skylar in this role. I was glad we got him back because um, I didn't know if we would after season one because obviously then he's the actor's going to grow up and stuff. And uh, but I'm really glad he... There was I, I was very happy to see him. Uh, and Father Lantern they, and him talk about prayers again. And Matt said he tried to help with people's prayers but he can't anymore. 
and all God ever gives is silence. Matt was deluding himself that God had anything to do with it. He is Daredevil. Not even God can stop that now. And yeah. but he walks away and Father Lantern's kind of like, oh, <laughs> dear. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it kind of follows up with his whole thing of saying to Maggie that he'd rather die as the devil than live as Matt Murdock. Mm. And, you know, obviously what he says to Foggy at the end of these episodes, it's like, Matt, 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 you're not okay, <laughs> buddy. Um, and then we get the first scene where he's trying to find out where this dry cleaners is. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, that laundry smelled really nice. Mm, weak. Kind of... <laughs> exactly. It smelled kind of herbal. I was confused during this because I was like, what is he tracking down a laundryman? My, my wife's like, he's trying to find out the people that got like mugged in the last day. And I was like, oh, I thought he was just kind of stopping a random mugging. It was just like a day in the life of Daredevil. He's just stopping someone getting hurt on the streets and moving on with his day. But Also, his clothes are secondhand. Robin, so they're going to really smell. Mm. So maybe he just wants a nice laundry. And also his costume is made out of old nun habits, so they're going to smell of, like, old ladies and guilt. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So uh, he's off to go and find this uh, dry cleaners, and he recognises the smell and he does his little little act. And he's like, hey, I came in here because your clothes smell amazing. (laughs) Can you give me a coupon? Weird yeah. ad. Yeah. Right. Like, we don't have any braille ones, sorry. Uh. <laughs> I don't like the way he like really feels the guy's hands, like oh he kind of rubs his little stump finger. It's like oh, yeah. I did I did like his response of I do have seeing friends, you know. It's like, yeah. Give me the bloody fly, you probably have them out you know. The way he said it though, he's kinda of like, I got fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Will you hold hands with me? Drinking <laughs> here feels like a ham. What is going on over here? I mean, what would have happened if he just had somebody else there and he's like, "Hey, Sam, give him one of our flyers," and then he could exactly. be like, "What other excuse would he come up with to touch this guy?" <laughs> Brother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Not your brother. Sorry, I'm blind. <laughs> and then. <laughs> It's just what I do. <laughs> now let me feel your face. <laughs> uh, then he goes out the back and dons his his costume and heads into the back of the building. And th- I think this was the first time me and you, Rebecca, said, oh, I think I feel a hallway fight coming on. <laughs> the first and not the last time. <laughs> oh, good, because I have multiple times, like, is this the hallway fight scene? <laughs> Everybody knows it's episode four. <laughs> It's always episode four. It's episode four. four. Yeah, because the next, the next episode, too, they, there was some kind of fight, and I was like, so is this the hallway fight? I don't <laughs> <laughs> I will say, and I don't know if you agree, Rebecca, but the fight in episode four is incredible. Honestly, <laughs> it's, it's honestly yeah. breathtakingly good. Yeah. Oh, wow. Honestly, it's... It's, um, yeah. it's, it's the best by far fight they've ever yeah. done. In my opinion. Yeah, they they really light up themselves every season, and it's the kind of thing that I was like, why don't they do this more in the other series and in like the films? Like it would be so cool because for various reasons in the actual thing itself, well, you know, I won't you know go into spoilers. In the other seasons, none of the others wear any kind of face covering. True. Yeah, that's true. So it's much harder to 
and, and obviously uh, Charlie does so much now himself mm. but it's still a lot harder to make any cuts with, um, mm. with the others I think but it's yeah. and also they've got you know they would always go gold standard on Daredevil now they've established that they will always have the best four way fights yeah. they're not going to let another team come in and top them they're not you know <laughs> Chris Brewster and Charlie Cox will not have it. No, and I bet, <laughs> honest to God, I bet there is some sort of internal competition. It's like, oh, they did pretty well. We're going to have to, like, really, you know. Grab <laughs> our game. Yeah. So Matt's sneaking through all this laundry and then finds what you never want to find in your local huh? dry cleaner, which is cages, drugs, and weapons. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, God. And so he turns out the lights, obviously, so he gets uh, uh, the upper hands and they have a big fight. And he's in, in that, his head goes kind of woozy at one point. Mm-hmm. Good. And it ends with him calling 911. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Or maybe he's like, hey, can I have a pizza? I'm really hungry after all that fight. <laughs> oh, I got really hungry. Someone was eating pizza on one of these episodes. I started craving pizza. <laughs> Oh, but it had broccoli oh, on it. Yeah, it was broccoli. gross. What? Broccoli? Uh, no. Yeah. And all I out. thought of was uh, was Inside Out, where they're like joking about broccoli pizza in San Francisco. I have actually had a nice broccoli pizza, so I shouldn't mock that. But only when I was in Florida. I've never had one since. <laughs> I'd never order it, but it was chicken and broccoli, and it was actually quite nice. So. <laughs> broccoli, gross. Yeah. Look, there's a reason the character discussed in Inside Out, her appearance was based on broccoli, because <laughs> broccoli is gross. <laughs> so Matt is uh, then back to his old ways of being a creeper and creeping into hospitals. Uh, so he appears at this bedside of um, this guy and uh, says, hey, the culprits are in the 15th preset, you can identify them. <laughs> and then she thanks God for him and he's like, it wasn't God, <laughs> it was me. <laughs> I don't know, it was very, I don't know, it was oh, very Batman right kind of, okay, cool. Any badass thing Matt said, I was like, I'm to take that down. Um, it was me. So he... <laughs> Tell Cersei I wanted to know, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your god now. Yeah. Tell me about the You rabbits. can quote Game of Thrones, I'll quote Lawnmower Man. <laughs> So Matt um, exits the hospital and he hears all these trolleys coming in. Oh, and then we get that weird look at the eyeglasses sign. <laughs> I was like, why are, they, why are they showing that? I think because maybe the buzzing of the, the sound it's making, the neon sign. And then he hears, due to some very helpful exposition of people walking past, hey, the Albanians killed everyone but Fisk. They were en route to a safe house. Fisk is out of jail. <laughs> Thank you, exposition crowd. <laughs> <laughs> And that was the end of episode two. Uh, yeah, it was it was very strange the way they got that exposition across. Uh, you know, so the first time we see him in episode three is when he arrives at the protest outside the hotel where Fisk is being held. Um, did you guys notice what any of these signs said? Because oh <laughs> one God, of them yeah. is my absolute favorite thing ever. Well, you said it. <laughs> is it is it Tisk Tisk Fisk? Yes! <laughs> so, so good! So British as well. It's just like, I don't. Tisk, tisk, fisk. Like, but you definitely see that on a London march. I'm not sure I buy it Seriously. in New York. But whatever. 
<laughs> I just love that. Right, right. I was going to say all these horrible things that Fisk has done, and someone's just like, tisk, tisk. tisk. <laughs> we hear uh, the crowd uh, chanting by the way I was like having a hard time hearing what they were saying the first time I was just I kept hearing I'm pissed off I'm pissed <laughs> off uh, it's it something to do with Fisk but I was like lock Fisk up lock Fisk up yeah it's basically lock Fisk up Ugh. lock Fisk up hearing that yeah, and I think the one later was like prison what was it Ho- uh, prison not penthouse something? I think Prison, not penthouse, maybe something like that. Keep it simple. Yeah, yeah you can't get too complicated with chance. <laughs> I'm pissed off. Yeah, good just enough. keep it. Just yell tisk tisk fisk. <laughs> it's hard to say as well. It's a <laughs> tisk tisk fisk. <laughs> and this is the first time we get who I'm going to call fake fisk, <laughs> fakey fisky, <laughs> up here, which is Matt's kind of. Imagined version of him yeah. so, talking to him in the white, white suit. Awesome. This is amazing. So much. I love so much that they keep him blurry the entire time. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. just hear him and see him in this white suit, almost like a, like he's his angel or something talking to him. It's so great. But it's like classic kingpin outfit, though, you know? Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's really cool, too. So good. Yeah, and straight out of the comics of Matt kind of imagining kingpin talking to him and clearly matt is is showing his mental state here you know matt is as you get later when he's talking to foggy and foggy's just like there's something really wrong with you um because matt is not on solid ground here um and this is obviously you know matt's inner voice talking to himself saying that uh, god is angry because matt tried to kill himself and because of that that's why fisk is now out of jail uh, and Matt says he feels like he is in hell. It's like, oh, Matt. Drama llama. Yeah. <laughs> it's not all about you. Yeah. It is, though. Like, that's Matt's whole, like, <laughs> thing. Yeah. Exactly. And then Fisker, Fakey Fisky says that Matt killed Jack, Stick, and Electra, and he will also kill Karen. If, you know, if this is around Karen. So then Matt sneaks off. <laughs> As, as sneaky as he can be, yeah. With uh, without Karen seeing. Oh yeah. I don't know how he snuck away. It was, <laughs> it was. Well, she's a terrible investigative journalist. <laughs> and, oh, she really is. You know, yes. And uh, yeah, he snuck away. Basically. Yeah. He oh, we keep away. hearing how great she is, though. Come on. I know. Oh, every time I see her in her office, I get really angry. So <laughs> <laughs> <I> do I. <laughs> I just feel bad for like I I obviously don't know who, what her name is, but there's a woman later in this episode when Karen's sitting in her office, and you can see this woman sitting out in the bullpen, and I in my mind her name's Margaret, and I'm like, oh, but Margaret Margaret's been in that job for like 15 years, and she's sitting in the bullpen at this tiny desk, and Karen's been there for all of a year, and she's got this massive office that they could easily fit like three or four more desks in. After what you said last week, I was looking for people out there (laughs) working. Yeah, poor Margaret. (laughs) (laughs) So Matt is wandering the streets. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And Matt decides to... Oh, sorry, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. 
We don't get any. We don't get any shirtless Matt in this um, these episodes, which I was surprised at. I don't think we do anyway. Yeah, I'm sure you got that in last week's episode. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, we get shirtless uh, Kingpin. Mm. Yeah. We're oh, mercifully yeah. um, not given naked Kingpin. Yeah. <laughs> um, Matt walks the streets and listens to this delivery driver entering the hotel. So he en- listens to the entry code and then steals a uniform and sneaks in. I like the little smile he gives to the guys. He goes in like, yeah, hey. <laughs> I love that he, he can pretend that he's sighted. Like, he literally makes eye contact with this guard and smiles. Like, yeah, how, yeah. How did he do that? <laughs> well, he literally doesn't make eye contact with him, but he <laughs> pretends but to. he does, like, he looks at him <laughs> and smiles. <laughs> There's no way he would know that the guy is looking at him, so... He's probably, like, smiling at the back of his head or something. I don't know. Uh, this is the second time I wrote, oh, I smell a hallway fight coming. Yeah. It did that one really look like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how how is Matt, because then he, he changes back into his stick costume, how is he just wandering around this swanky hotel without anyone coming up to him going, hey... <laughs> <laughs> you look like a crazy Trump. homeless yeah. person. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing here? Because <laughs> he's just wandering around. I love when he grabs the brochure and is pretending to read it. I would love it if it was upside yeah, down. Yeah, me too. It almost <laughs> has to be really. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of great. He's just like, oh, <laughs> read my brochure. <laughs> um, and then fake Fisk, Fakey Fisky appears again and asks what exactly Matt's plan is. Matt believes that Fisk is going to manipulate the FBI. He can't change his behaviour. And then <laughs> Fakey Fisk is like, what if I'm more valuable to the city than you ever were? Ooh. Oh, get some aloe vera for that burn! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not cool. Fakey Fisky, not cool. Uh, so Matt is wandering around, um, following the man who's going to be delivering the food to Fisk. And we learn that Fisk is getting McDonald's for lunch. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair. Um, he looks like a guy who needs like a lot of calories mm-hmm. to to you know to maintain all that muscle, the kingpin. Not just a McDonald's. Bring me um, Angus. <laughs> Angus Burger. Sorry. Now, now Angus <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's charting back at the. <laughs> Uh, Fakey Fisky says that the only way to stop hit, uh, to stop Fisk is to kill him, but Matt won't do that, and that makes Matt his accomplice. And this scene where Matt's sort of sitting at the bar with Fisk in the background was in the trailer, and I remember thinking they they're really spending a lot of time together in this season. Um, and then got a kind of a thought that maybe it was a hallucination, which I like. Mm. I like that it's these. I like like basically them never spending that much time together like in the first season they never really meet they only meet a couple of times and i like that i like it being this battle of minds more yeah it's a bit yeah. of a callback to uh now that you said that like uh season one where he goes into the art gallery and he, like the first time they kind of meet he is out of focus and we don't mm-hmm. really see him from matt's point of view and then until they actually meet each other so yeah yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, we Matt hears uh, Donovan because obviously Donovan is representing him. I love that Donovan is just representing like Fisk and <laughs> Mariah and just like all the worst people. Are you the worst? It's terrible. Please call me. 
<laughs> He's horrible. He's making, like, bank, though. I mean, God, all the people he has to represent. Seriously. He's got all the clients that need his help all the time, so he's billing them so many hours. And he's not the only lawyer in yeah. Netflix universe. Better call Ben. Apart from apart from Matt and Foggy and uh, yeah. Marcy, the only one who and, would and represent uh, the shady kind of people. We're talking about people that practice law, Claire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Season. <laughs> no, uh, so, it's foggy, but it's like he has to like beg for people to take him off. Like, <laughs> uh, <okay>. Matt attempts <laughs> to enter the room uh, to go up to the penthouse, but uh, our new character Dex challenges him to the room key. I don't know if he's called Dex in the episode, but his name's Poindexter. Yeah, I can, I can his surname. So everyone call, in the in the subtitles, he's called Dex. Look, anything so like Jason Statham, but you know whatever. Yeah, the um, therapist called him Dex. Ah, oh, that was it. Yeah, he's like, can I call you Dex? I think, doesn't Fisk say that as well? Yeah. Or something like that, I can't remember. Uh, Fakey Fisky tells Matt to grab Dex's gun, but he can't even kill himself, let alone uh, Fisk. So Matt, the sad sack, leaves. And Dex is, is uh, very suspicious. Uh, so... I think, do we see Matt again in this episode? Oh, of course we do. Yeah, so we. Matt hides in a car and uh, uh, apprehends like, Donovan oh, instead. And he wants to know why Fisk turned on the Albanians. Why not anyone else? And I was thinking, it's because all the other gangs have been killed. Like, yeah. <laughs> like we've killed the Irish, we've killed the Yardies, we've oh, killed God. the Italians. <laughs> Everyone's dead apart from the Albanians. Um, and Donovan admits that Fisk is doing it all for Vanessa, and Matt realises it's Heartbeat's telling the truth, so he runs and hides from all these agents that show up, and we have a big fight, right. and it's great. I love that Matt does a little cartwheel to hide behind a car. Um, my favourite part is when he side planks against the Yes! Wall. <laughs> yes, that was awesome. I've ever seen. I'm like, I love it so much. It's so spooky, like... Who would think to side plank? Nobody. Yeah, he, he, he just kind of like falls into it. Just like, yeah. You know? Like there's a prison spotlight going over him or something. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I love it. Um, and Aki Fisky is encouraging Matt to let the devil out. He's like, yes. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to the dark side. <laughs> And Matt punches uh, this guy repeatedly. And then at the end of the scene, Fakey Fisky says that he will kill everyone that Matt loves. So, of course, Matt's like, oh, no, Foggy. <laughs> Except we have another scene before he goes to see Foggy. So back at the crypt, uh, Matt washes the blood off his hands. And then Maggie enters. And this is when they ask if people can change. And Matt once again compares himself to Job. And we're like, oh, God, Matt, come on. And I totally agree with Maggie where she tells him that if he compares himself to Job, he's being very narcissistic. And I'm like, yep. Mm -hmm. And then Matt says, well, maybe I'll stop Fisk for good this time. And then Will was very happy at the next scene because he finally, uh, Matt finally reveals to Foggy that he's alive. I was happy about that, but he was kind of, he was so weird in this scene. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, and it's it's so low key. Like I don't know why I was expecting like this big reunion, and like instead it's literally he just creeps up behind him and is like, "Hey, psst, I'm alive." <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's not how I imagined it to be. Can I buy you a drink with uh, your your own money? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that kind of broke my heart. Like I was so happy in this scene, and then they they hug, and I was like, oh. Oh my heart! Oh, I love it. And then he's so Matt is so weird and like is like oh, you know Matt Murdock's gone. I'm just Daredevil, and I was just like oh, so weird. It's kind of like and then like when what we are you talking about <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> then we see that Matt stole Foggy's wallet, and I think my heart broke a little bit. I was just like oh <laughs> no, Fog Fog Dock, <laughs> my my shipping. Do you think it? Was- can I call it Fog Doc? Fog Doc? Yeah. Do it. <laughs> Do I think what, Tammy? Would better if he went and talked to Karen instead of Foggy? Because she kind of felt like he was alive or wanted to believe he was alive. And I mm. think she was okay with the fact that they hadn't heard from him. Whereas Foggy almost wanted to believe that he couldn't be alive because they hadn't heard from him. And so, like, yeah. to see him and to know he has been alive and he just hasn't reached out, I think it was worse. I think it would have been better mm. if he went to go see Karen. It's, it's, it's sad as well because of the comment that Foggy said earlier, which he said to Karen, I know that the reason I know he's dead is because if he was alive, Matt would have yeah. told us. Yeah, and that's what I'm And saying. it's then realising that he hasn't, yeah. But I don't know, I feel yeah. like going to Karen is like, she always does something stupid. Well, of course. <laughs> so she's, it's just like you go tell you're alive. She's like, "Oh, who's like a kill?" Or like, "Let me go get myself in trouble because now you're around to save me." I don't know. I, I think I'd bet on Foggy as well. But I, I take it. I, I, I agree with you on feelings. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Mm. I just think that like I can I just see feel why like somebody wouldn't go to Karen. Yeah. I just think mm. like. I mean, obviously, Matt is being a shitty friend anyway, but I think it's shittier he went to Foggy instead of Karen. Like, ugh, I'm glad they didn't do the thing where, like, I can't believe you didn't tell us you were alive, and then they're pissed <laughs> off for, like, two or three episodes before mm-hmm. they finally forgive each other, and I uh, hope they don't do oh, that. No, it's going to be, like, the whole season, Will. I'm yeah. so sorry. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we need to pad out. I was going to say, Will, you need to... <laughs> Yeah, you need to stop watching right now, Will. (laughs) By the way, Claire, it's it's hashtag Maggie, by the way. I I don't know (laughs) what this fog doc situation is, but uh, Maggie's Uh, fog doc. Fog doc. Maggie. (laughs) Fog doc. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's talk about let's talk about Foggy and Karen, because we'll lump them in together because they have kind of scenes together and we'll go for it. Um, scenes we're talking about that sort of you know reunion and everything um, and we get we find out a lot about Foggy's <laughs> Foggy's family Aww. yay and I was wondering <laughs> where he came from and what ah so Nelson Lee's. I don't understand this though because right okay this might be a bit obsessive of me to notice this but here's my nitpick Foggy his dad has been a butcher for 40 years but back in college, Foggy said to Matt that his mum wanted him to become a butcher and he thought it's because she liked the idea of free ham. But she would get free ham anyway because her husband is a butcher. <laughs> I'm very confused. <laughs> These guys reminded me of the Weasleys. Like, there were so many of them. I was like, who's who? Oh, 
There's thousands of them. And there's the one kid thousands. that stole chocolate. That was funny. But, you know, besides that. Yeah. And Foggy's apparently Irish because there's Irish stuff all over this. And his dad. Place, <laughs> if you noticed. Like, that was yeah. weird. <laughs> oh, my son, Foggy. Well, <laughs> well his mum calls him Franklin, and I was like, ooh, Franklin. <laughs> Uh, and we meet his brother Theo, um, which I actually had to Google to see if this was Eldon Henson's actual brother because I was like, "God, these two they look alike. Really <laughs> this do. is scary." It's crazy. Yeah. I, I think I said to you, Rebecca, as well. I was like, "Did they get his brother in it?" Like, <laughs> yeah. Go on, Tammy. Yeah, I did, I looked on IMDb for this episode because I was like, "Is that? Are they related? Like, I don't understand." <laughs> so weird. They look so alike. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, did you guys notice that later on when Foggy is talking to Theo um, in the background, there's all this meat hanging up and then just a football? <laughs> I was like, why are you keeping your football with your meat? That's weird. Got the pig skin with the pig. I guess there's also it looks like a leprechaun's hung their hat in the background because <laughs> there's a there's just a little bright green hat hung up <laughs> like a leprechaun's oh, passing by. Working in the back. I do feel bad for Foggy though with these, you know, his parents going, We know you're making a fortune and you're doing what you studied your whole life to do and you've got your awesome girlfriend, but can you like come back here and like be a butcher? What's that about? Like, yeah, I'm like, No, don't feel bad, Foggy. Like, I just thought, you know, he's doing what he studied to do, he's doing what he wanted to do. And I know he says he's sort of had second thoughts, um, you know, because he doesn't know who he is without That's Matt. Right. But you're gonna have yeah, to exactly. Yeah, you're gonna have second thoughts throughout life. That's that's life. That's it. That's <laughs> because then, like, what if what if when Foggy's getting older, like, if his yeah, if his parents are still alive, are they going to be like, oh, time for you to have kids so they can run the business now? Like, no, don't let them boss you around and make all your life decisions oh, for you. Yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about when Karen yeah, headed to the hospital to meet. Like, why don't you have kids yet? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And Martha, by the way, you have to have kids, and they have to be butchers. It's just weird. I don't like it. Um, what did you guys think about the scene where Karen went to the hospital to meet Nida, and sort of get info from her, and manages to get the info by telling her all about herself? <laughs> I was like. It seemed like a way of getting some backstory on Karen, but Karen goes to interview her and then starts telling her all about her instead. I know you're going through stuff. Well, let me tell you, I've gone through stuff. Let me talk to you about it for about 20 minutes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I don't think it do. We know all this about Karen, or is she just making this up to like yeah. get sympathy from uh, the person she was talking to? Yeah, I think I she's mentioned about her brother before. Uh, no, she hasn't mentioned, but we saw in the in the newspaper from series one, it said something to do with a brother when they look, uh, Ben Urich had the newspaper article about Karen. I think. Okay. Yeah. Her brother um, Kevin. People yeah. think she killed her brother. Well, I was like, I spent this entire scene going, "Who's this girl? What is, what's I heard something about like a real housewife or something." <laughs> <laughs> what? And uh, it took me a while to put together that this is actually from the first episode. This, this, 
I was like, oh, how this weird random mugging at the end of episode one turns into some sort of case for Karen and a case for Matt to follow. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and then she started talking about this, and I was like, was that season one? Was that the guy that she was accused of murdering? No, this is, this is a different person that, what? What's happening? So, yeah, I, I was so You were just like, my brain. And the Nelson, we, us seeing the Nelson family, I wrote, I wrote, I wrote down, everybody needs a shower. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> does anybody know why I might write that at this point? Oh, that was, um, <laughs> well, they were talking about the fixed deal. They kept oh, everyone who like, deals with fists. shower after yeah. Oh, that's right. Or something like Sorry, that. that's, that's fist thing. Sorry. <laughs> I thought I was just making Oh, maybe. <laughs> everybody looks so dirty. and. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Robin just wanted to go and take a cold shower after seeing semi-naked Fisk in the shower and how sexy it was. Oh, man, that looks like a great shower, though. Seriously. And then the the, the FBI guy standing there going, come get the towel. It's right over here. (laughs) Yeah. Why don't you pass it to him? Don't get him to come out of the shower in all his nude glory. It's weird. Um, I'm cold. <laughs> we have that weird scene after um, sort of the Nelson meet scene where Karen comes in and is like, Foggy, I have to talk to you. And then really unsubtly goes, I think that's alive. <laughs> it was kind of hilarious. <laughs> it was kind of crazy. Um, and obviously Foggy's not buying it, as you, as you wouldn't. Yeah. And then Karen leaves upset because she tries to call his bluff. And then Bert fails, and then she leaves upset. So when's the next time we see either of these guys? I think it's when Karen's doing her... Oh, is it when um, Karen's at dinner with Ellison's and they've set her up on this weird date with his nephew? That was weird. I didn't like it. So bizarre. I did not like it either. Random Meredith Salinger appearance. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's... I don't know who that is. No. Nope. I, I, Meredith Salinger? No. She's like, Let's see. she was Natty Gann. She was from Dream a Little Dream. She's uh, I don't know what that is. Oswald. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I don't know what Patton Oswald is. Oh, okay. I know what Patton Oswald is. Meredith Salinger. Yeah, I know who Patton Oswald is. Don't know who Meredith Salinger is. Is she related to um, JD Salinger and her? And his his grandson, who played Captain America in the first Captain America film. <laughs> Did you ever see Dream a Little Dream? With the Corys? Mm, who are the Corys? Who are the Corys? Corey. <laughs> no, I don't know who that is. Off of this podcast immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Corey Heyman, Corey, uh, him, very Feldman. Yeah. Yeah, him. Okay, cool. The right, only Corys in existence? Yeah, those, Claire. Um, the only Corys in existence. What about Corey from uh, Boy Meets World? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's Wasn't he a Corey? That's really savage. Watching somebody pour hot sauce on uh, chicken wings and it's, it looks so good. <laughs> I wish oh, I could. man, I'm really hungry. I had ribs last night. They were so good. Uh, right, anyway, where are we up to? Um, yeah, so Tammy, would you like to be set up on a, a date with uh, Jason? Oh, hello. <laughs> hey, oh, hello. Uh, Claire, I'm married. Hello. 
can't just be dating. <laughs> Rebecca, would you like Ellison to set you up on a date with his nephew? Not really, no thanks. Uh, <laughs> who talks about talks about cats and I mean stuff. like you know to be fair <laughs> talking about cats is a prime thing that I look for but um, <laughs> he didn't seem like that interesting no he, he didn't he seemed perfect for Karen <laughs> but Karen's a dog person so this is why why Tammy that's uh, Karen's her favourite character I'm back with my cat too as well Oh, kitties. So, uh, yeah, Karen's not feeling it. Um, this is when Karen and Ellison are going to leave to go and investigate this story. And Ellison's like, uh, no, Karen, you're too emotionally close to this story. To and and yeah. when you get too close to the truth, people die. you end up killing people. Yeah. <laughs> you end up killing people. <laughs> so, nope. <laughs> um, but Karen goes, anyway. Um, what do you think about this weird little scene with... He's looking out for yeah exactly. He's like no Karen, I don't want you to die. Who am I going to marry Jason off to if you die? <laughs> I like this little scene between um, Foggy and uh, Blake Tower, our old friend, yeah. where Foggy's like Franklin Nelson at your service, or he says, it's like calm calm down, Foggy, come on. Um, but yeah, he just wants to help uh, Blake Tower get Fisker. Uh, Put back in prison, but Blake Tower is up for re-election, and therefore cannot be trusted. I'm sure you guys know all about this with your midterms coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I trust all my politician friends. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. They all know what's best for me. Yeah. They're all completely trustworthy. Uh, and then I think the last time we see Karen is when she's talking about all this story that she's worked out that Ellison's really pleased about, where she's worked out that Fisk now owns the hotel that he is in because it and the, the Kazemi story that she was investigating and the Fisk story are related because Kazemi uh, is connected to Fisk because he used to own the hotel, but now Fisk owns it and Kazemi intended to buy it back and was then attacked. Larry, you did miss something, though. Um, when Foggy's talking about Blake Tower and getting all sorts of upset, he actually does a little Mrs. Cardenas callback. Oh, I know! He mentions Mrs. Cardenas, and I was like, Oh! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! It's so adorable. Uh, we also missed um, the adorable scene of Foggy and Marcy late at night, and they're still together, and they're so adorable. And the fact that Foggy is having dreams about laughing Matt, I was like... <laughs> What? Because he has dreams about body Matt. I can understand. Very upsetting. His friend's dead. Why is he having dreams about Matt just laughing? What does this dream look like? <laughs> is it just Matt laughing maniacally? Probably. That's horrifying. Just Matt laughing, period, is like terrifying. I think if I had a dream that was just about one of my friends laughing, I'd be really scared. <laughs> I, I definitely would be. Oh, right, let's talk about um, uh, Fisk. So Fisk, the main sort of thing we have with him in this is obviously his interacting with Nadine and finding, uh, sort of looking after Vanessa. Um, but we get this scene at the start where he's in the gym to lift the biggest weights I've ever seen. Um, and uh, this guy goes to spot him, but instead stabs him in the side. 
for being a snitch. And I think as well that's because Will wanted some action, and that's right at the start of the episode. Yeah. And it's like, here you go, Will, <laughs> stab, stab, stab. They recut the <laughs> yeah, episode exactly. after last week. Yep. This is just yep, like that's Mars. what they told me. <laughs> 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 does not need a spotter. Who is this dude? <laughs> exactly. Also, I think that guy like stabbed him with the world's tiniest knife. <laughs> I think it's called the ship. It's like a little toothpick. (laughs) But I was like, look at the size of the dude, and he's like 100% muscle. That is not going to do anything. (laughs) It's like he's got a splinter. (laughs) Um, But Fisk is not going to lose his call. He does go to kill this guy, but he doesn't. He instead sits quietly and well-behaved because he cares about Vanessa. He just wants to do everything good for Vanessa. We're never going to see her. And we find out... (laughs) We're never going to see her. Well, she's being moved around all over the place. She's in Barcelona. She's like, oh, she's she's gone. She's like Carmen Sandiego. (laughs) 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 She's going to come back wearing a giant red hat. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and uh, yeah, everything he wants to do, he wants to do for her. Um, the big sort of scene, obviously, with Fisk in these episodes is when they're travelling in this convoy um, with Nadim and the driver, um, and Fisk does this whole speech about how love is a is the biggest prison of all. And I think I said to you, Rebecca, when we were watching it, I was like, never let a villain monologue yeah. in a transport <laughs> when you're moving them, because it always ends bad. Please see uh, Kingpin in season one of Daredevil and Bush... Pushmaster in season two of Luke Cage. Something always ends up exploding or crashing. So, I love Wilson Fisk. I love this character. I think Vincent D'Onofrio is doing a great job. This speech he gives is the most melodramatic thing I've ever watched. <laughs> and I, I'm just dying laughing because I was like, this is so stupid. I cannot handle this speech at all. <laughs> But Tammy, like, like Matt is so melodramatic in this oh, season. Like Fisk has to be extra melodramatic to be his when, equal. When Matt says he, at the beginning of the episode that he's grieving, and I said, "Yeah, me too. This is painful to watch. This is really this is all too much. It's just too much." Tammy hates feelings. Right? Tammy yeah, hates I feelings. <laughs> Get out of the fighty fighty, I can't with this. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy wants smash smash. <laughs> um I love, love, love this scene though with the convoy oh, yeah. when it so good. it crashes and he wakes up upside down and we're sort of seeing everything from his point of view. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. And he's like chained upside down. Yeah. It's so good. Like, and then we know, obviously know it's, it's crazy. <laughs> seriously. And we know it's the Albanians because the helpful subtitles tell yeah. us, <laughs> uh, which is good. Um, and then, oh, who's this Who's this guy approaching the car? Who's this new friend of ours, uh, Will? Uh, Ricocheting bullets all over the place? It's uh, the Punisher. No, it's, uh, it's Dex. It's not what Yeah. It's not me. It's not me. <laughs> I should have been cast. <laughs> it's it's uh, Press Gang's Dexter Fletcher. Exactly. <laughs> um... Irish accent. No, he's not rubbing his forehead like a nipple either. <laughs> Which is, I think I said, all I want, all I want Bullseye to do at one point in season three is to rub his forehead like it's a nipple, like he does in the movie. Put the fear in him. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I want a bloody costume. <laughs> oh, I want to watch that again. <laughs> so great. It's amazing when he he shoots a guy through a car. It's kind of amazing, <laughs> and he ricochets he should, the bullets off the lamppost to shoot this uh, other guy. Do it as a show after season three finishes. Do it as a show. Yeah. What the movie? The watch. I know, I know you've rewatched it already. <laughs> okay, watch no. it again. I will defend the playground scene again. No problem. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. It's okay. Baby. This is why you're not allowed to be on the podcast anymore, <laughs> Robin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know if tammy will ever speak to me if i make her watch that film again and i know vicky definitely won't speak to me if i make her watch it again <laughs> she barely speaks to me now because i made her watch it <laughs> um we'll watch trial the incredible yeah. again <laughs> oh hell yeah it's awesome <laughs> so next episode episode three starts with a uh, uh, sexy shower scene with fisk with his ankle tag on oh yeah. oh yeah and we see that he's escorted to the penthouse of this hotel and the five officers died in the ambush um and while they're escorting him to his room he's uh, he's kind of checking out what's uh, what's going on around him he sort of goes oh that's where the security room is hey hmm Stephanie clocking his surroundings. Yeah. I hope he doesn't do anything with that information, guys. I know. That might have bad consequences. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love that Nadim is is really disgusted by him still, and, like, even more by this, you know, because, like, five people died protecting him, and he's like, you're going to give us all the information because their deaths have to mean something. I really like Nadine. He's he's sort of pops up in these episodes. I really like him. As um, well. We probably won't go into him that much. I love his hair. Yeah, I really like his character. He has the best hair. I was. We discussed it last week. He's he's got the most expressive hair since Ward Me- Meacham. <laughs> yeah, but Ward's is better. I was not a Ward's fan of him saying fake news to Karen. I was like, oh, yeah. screw you. Yeah. 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 I, I, never, I never want to hear that phrase again. Ugh. And the locking yeah, up seriously. was a little too yeah. <laughs> close to. A little much. Uh, well, you're not going to like it when Trump appears in the next episode. <laughs> that's who the, that's the who the hallway fight is with. It's Trump versus Daredevil. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> then the next time we see uh, Fisk is basically when he's um, sort of trying to find out where Vanessa is and um, you know, asking Donovan and everything. <laughs> Yeah, but he loves her. He loves her. She's the love of his life, and love is a prison, Robin. Right, Tammy? Perfect prison. (laughs) Love is a battlefield. That's what I learned from Pat Benatar. (laughs) (laughs) Heartache to heartache, we stand. No promises, no demands. Love is a battlefield. Saying. <laughs> just saying the lyrics song while being transported yeah. i'd be like this is the and, best season of anything and ever just in like character as if he were just speaking it oh my god <laughs> be amazing he could also quote the song the dark uh, by the darkness which is love is only a feeling slipping away when i'm in your arms i start believing this is to stay is that the words rebecca yeah. something like that <laughs> Uh, uh, so he's sitting staring at his white wall and then he's like, hey, hey Dex, you you look like an interesting chap and you saved my life. I'm going to try and ch- chat to you. 
I love it. It's like really establishes like it's like oh sweet okay these guys are gonna talk and we're gonna have some you know and uh, but but Dex is like no. Alright. Why would he talk to Fisk though? Like, no. Like, I'm just not gonna like, talk to these people. Unless you think that it would do some good. Do you think that would help if I like, no with no Fisk? He's just leave him alone. Well also in this season, Fisk um, uh, Bullseye is a good guy, so I mean there's that as well. Who? He's just a cuddly, cuddly little bullseye in this season. Aww. It's all what? about helping the good guys. Yeah, it's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh and uh, and Dex isn't having any of it, so he takes uh, Fisk's food away. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> um, and I think that the last time we see Fisk is when he learns that the devil is back. The devil is mine. The devil is mine. <laughs> so as we spoke about Dex, then let's uh, speak a little bit about him because after uh, he ignores uh, Fisk and steals his food. Dex uh, goes to the the FBI doctor uh, to talk about the ambush um, because he's meant to be on administrative leave, but obviously isn't. And then we uh, hear something that might be quite telling for later in the season, which is Dex says, if I wore a mask, he he would be a hero. Mm -hmm. And then he says, I want a bloody (laughs) cast. I don't so much to with Dexter. I wonder if he's someone important or not. I don't know. I don't know who he is. Seems quite interesting. No, I, I um, raise the one I've got my money on. <laughs> yeah, raise the most important character. I think we we spoke about that later in the yeah, season we as well, did. didn't we? Yeah, I'll, we'll get to that in a few few episodes. Yeah, time. quite honestly, I, um, I, was, uh, I I was like, oh, Ray, okay, and because I really I'm not a, a very comics. You know, I don't know a lot of the comics history, or you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden, at the end of the second episode, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> <laughs> also, this guy, um, the actor Wilson Bethel, he was one of the final people in the running to play Captain America. Oh. He was, and he has kind of got a bit of a Captain America look. He has, but he he's got to be quite young. I mean, he would have had to be quite mm. young at the time. I don't know. I didn't yeah. look at his age. I don't know how old he is. He certainly yeah. has the look. Good done it. I mean, I'm glad we have yeah. that. Yeah. It's got a good chin. Yeah. He's no Will Travel. He needs a good chin to be Cap. Yeah. Will Travel. Well, he could also have been Cap. <laughs> All the people who could have been Cap. Uh, and then this is really nice. The doctor's like, you know, are you okay? You've been for a stressful thing, man. Have you got a support system in place? And Dex is like, yeah, I've got my... Uh, my Julie, the bartender. Um, we get dinner most nights. It's really nice. I tell her everything. And the doc's like, oh, that's lovely. Weirdo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to clear you for shooting. We think, oh, that's nice. He's obviously just a nice guy who's really good at shooting stuff. And he's going to go home and he's going to curl up with his girlfriend and tell her everything. And then we see that... No big deal. <laughs> we see the next yeah. scene and we're like, oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, at first I was like, is Julie even real? But Yeah, I, I, I didn't think... I, yeah, I was like Robin. Like, I didn't think it was real. I just was like, oh, he's yeah. just saying that to get out of it. And then, to, I mean, it was a million times worse that she is real and he's just like a weirdo stalker who is like eating the same pizza as she is also. Oh, so... Watching her with his telescope. Oh, 
So weird. It's horrible. Yeah. His, uh, he could have been talking about his gun. His gun is called Judy. <laughs> he goes off at night with his gun. Yeah, like anything would have been better than what we got, <laughs> which is just a weirdo. <laughs> he's a creep. So what what are your thoughts on him so far? Because obviously he's he's a character just in this episode and he's not important. But um, yeah, what are your thoughts on this, this character? <laughs> he's a creep. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> he's a weirdo. <laughs> What the hell is he doing? Yeah, he's, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice. Um, that's kind of covered most of the characters, but obviously we can't uh, not talk about um, Tammy's namesake. Oh. Tammy, head yes. of the FBI. <laughs> yes. I'm so happy uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're only missing a male. Just need a male. <laughs> Um, she doesn't really do much in this episode, these episodes, but she does give uh, Raina Deem the Fisk case. Yeah. Which is pretty cool of her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else to say about your namesake, Tammy? Um, I like yeah? that she's at the hospital with everybody. And she takes responsibility yeah. for what happened. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, yeah. throwing Nadine, uh, whatever that guy's name is. What is, what is his name? Nadine. Nadine. Instead of throwing the dean under the bus, like, she takes responsibility. Because I think she easily could have. She could have said, oh, yeah, it was totally your fault. Mm-hmm. But. Do you know what? She gives Tammy's a good name. Yeah, she's a really good boss. At least yeah. so far. I mean, except Ooh. for the whole rationality where she's like, listen, you have to get out of the hole if you want me to get you out of the hole. Just get out of the hole first, and then I will help you get out of the hole. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Any other notes? We didn't really talk much about Maggie because she sort of appeared very briefly. Oh, actually, I want to talk about another awesome character, which is um, Blake Tower's assistant, Arlene, because I love her. Amazing. She's so sarky. I, I love her. Maggie. Maggie is very sassy. Yeah, like Maggie, Maggie is so sassy. Sassy yeah. nun. Lots of awesome sassy women. Sassy nun. Hmm. Sorsha. Sassy nuns. Sorsha from Willow. Oh, Sorsha. <laughs> love of my young child life. <laughs> Blossoming in my bisexuality. <laughs> I just remember watching Willow as a kid and being like, I don't know who I fancy more, Sorsha or Mad Martigan. They're both so beautiful. <laughs> oh, right, guys. I hope you're feeling hungry. I know you are, Will. I don't have any broccoli pizza for you, Will, but I do have some Easter eggs. Uh, eggs are great. Yum. Okay. Yum, yum, yum. So, uh... One of the things that, uh, these are all obviously from Den of Geek, as usual. I thought Tammy might appreciate this little fun fact, which is that this um, episode reveals that Ray, Ray Nadim, is a vegetarian. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's one of your people, Tammy. <laughs> He's one of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, they do mention that one of us. We'll, we'll both be when Matt is, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, so gross. Oh, it's just so gross. I need to get the um, the screen cap of the broccoli pizza from Inside Out is, when they're moaning it, about it. Is it the broccoli pizza together, or do you just not like broccoli? Well, I don't like broccoli, and oh. also pizza it would have tomato on it, which I can't eat. So. Oh, yeah. No, the broccoli yeah. pizza I had had white sauce instead of tomatoes. Yeah. yeah See, that would be all right yeah. without the broccoli. Yeah. 
So, yeah. It's basically every stage <laughs> of the the uh, equation you don't like the idea of. <laughs> yeah. So Den of Geeks say that when Matt is wandering outside the church, he's kind of dressed like Stick. He's already acting like his own sensei, so he may as well dress like him too. <laughs> um... They talk about uh, Foggy's background in the comics. In the comics, he is adopted. Um, Foggy, you find out his his real mother uh, eventually was a powerful high-class attorney, um, but they're probably not going to do that. And Theo Nelson is not from the comics, his brother. He's made up for this. Um, I like this one that Den of Geek has put, (laughs) and I'm going to read it verbatim, which is, Fisk's Love is the Perfect Prison sounds like something Billy Corgan would have written circa 1996. <laughs> Hell, old, yeah. Billy, old Billy Corgan is looking a bit like Kingpin these days. The Ralph Ellison quote that um, Karen and Jason say from Invisible Man is, Life is to be lived, not controlled, and humanity is won by continuing to play in face of certain defeat. Uh, which is pretty cool. Um, Fisk re- refers to Vanessa having a bodyguard named Felix. Uh, we'll find out more about him later. His name's Felix Manning. He's not from the comics, as far as I know. Um, Agent Poindexter. So, do you guys want to know something that's going to blow you away? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Right, I, th- I hope you guys are all sitting down. Yeah, he's going to blow you away. I hope you're all sitting down, Okay. Agent Poindexter might be Bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not Jason <laughs> And I just wanted to say, uh, because I have little facts about Bullseye, Bullseye is the closest thing to a Joker that Daredevil sort of has in his villains gallery, and he first appeared in Daredevil number 131 back in 1976, and he was created by Marv Wolfman and John Romita Sr., uh, and he was played by Colin Farrell in the 2003 film. Yeah, he was. <laughs> and he rubbed his head like it was a nipple. <laughs> and it was amazing. Uh, and I think that's it. Uh, they do say Matt being addicted to Foggy is kind of like Born Again too. only there it was because he had basically lost his mind to pressure and depression. Foggy would reach out to Matt by phone and Matt would pretend not to know who he is. <laughs> what a dick <laughs> uh, yeah basically establishing Matt is a giant dick <laughs> um, <laughs> and speaking of born again um, in the on the Facebook page I will be posting some pictures from um, uh, something I don't think I've posted in there before which is that I have the artist's edition of Born Again that was released by Marvel um, it was given to me as a gift by Raygun Comics which is a massive book um, which is a hardcover copy of Born Again by um, uh, Frank Miller and David uh, David Mazzucelli uh, yeah it's so beautiful and it's got lots of sketches in it and the original artwork and it's just absolutely gorgeous so I'm going to post some pictures from that that are from that comic book run that relate to um, the episodes we see. I just thought it'd be more fun than finding screen caps. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a really beautiful book. Um, yeah, so I will be posting pictures from that. And that is all your Easter eggs, guys. Nommy nom nom nom. Yeah. Right, now it is time for some quotes. Robin, it sounds like you have all the sassy quotes. <laughs> It's actually, actually um, I um, 
I have like a couple of Daredevil quotes, um, but I also saved all my quotes from when I was going to be on for Luke Cage. Um, <laughs> okay. Systems as well, but um, I'll, I'll save those if they need to come in. But I'll bring in a. Um, Thank God for you. He didn't help you. I did. <laughs> I bet, man. <laughs> <laughs> and he disappears like that. Pretty much. I have one from Maggie, which is. I have a special gift too. I'm impervious to bad attitude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want that special gift. Uh, Rebecca, do you have any quotes? Oh, go on, Will. Oh, uh, I love it's the perfect prison, inescapable. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear Tammy rolling her eyes from across the ocean. I, I went enthusiastic, foggy. I'm drafting myself onto your team for this, so tag me the hell in. <laughs> I have one from Arlene, which is Too Many Togethers. It sounds like a Beatles song. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a father anthem. Uh, nobody wants to admit they got their butt kicked by a blind kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like, hell yeah. <laughs> I have the god delivering Fisk's food, which is Bon Appetit, asshole. <laughs> I like dinner. I have one from uh, Bushmaster. He says, "You want me for test day? Just tell them to test me. No, here my brage, easy. Oh boy, <laughs> easy. Uh, Will, do you have any more quotes? Uh, I think they've all been. Yeah, no more. I also have a shades quote. You're making oh, me crazy, nice. baby. <laughs> oh, I remember that." You're making me crazy. <laughs> I have one from. Oh, I think it's from Nadine where he says Beyonce has fewer demands. Oh, yeah. I've got a fakey fisky. You can't kill me. You can't even kill yourself. <laughs> oh, shit. I have, I have uh, Bobby. Bobby says, A beautiful dog oh, has Bobby. got revenge. Which I thought Aww. was great. Oh, oh. You have three of them, Robin. Yeah, right. Oh, and then I have a Tammy quote. We signed up to save people, and this is what it looks like sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And I have a quote right back at Tammy, which is, Come on, Tammy! <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, that was our... Seriously. Fuck you, Tammy. Well, I mean, that too, Tammy. Come on. <laughs> uh, right, let's uh, let's rate these episodes. Um, Rebecca, you are one of our special guests, oh, therefore you can go God. first. Um, let's see, what did I like about them? Uh, probably seven and a half. And probably for the first one. Yeah, for the first one. And maybe eight for the second. Mm. I like getting a bit of, uh, I don't know, his hallucination fisk and a bit of Poindexter. Yeah. Yeah, I just, uh, yeah. I think I, within the whole context of enjoying the first few episodes, I was still on a bit of a high. You're on a high. Yeah. Also, because you were watching them with me. Wow, that always makes sense. Let's be honest. 
<laughs> nice. Uh, Robin. Oh, so rate, rate both of them? Uh, sure. Again, uh, these are, uh, I didn't have any rating systems, so I stole the ones I used for Luke Cage when I wasn't on. Um, so <laughs> my second, the second episode I thought was great. <laughs> I was sort of really happy they got Skylar back. Uh, it was good to see young Maddie. Um, oh, I was a little bit turned off when the Nelson introduced the Nelson family. I was like, oh boy. Um, but uh, I do enjoy, you know, a bit of Fisk, a little bit of um, Matt. I, let's see, what, what else? I, I, I really like uh, Matt just constantly being, like, sacrilegious. <laughs> you know, just because he's, you know, it is a bit of narcissism at play, but it's also, I'm just like, yeah, tell him. But, uh, <laughs> You know, like, especially when he's like, you know, like, I feel like, uh, I feel like I was, mis- God gave me the uh, gift of listening to people's prayers, but now I'm, I feel like I've made a mistake that God had anything to do with it. <laughs> so. It's dark. Yeah. So I definitely like the second one better. Um, I'm an, I gave the second one an eight out of 10 ridiculous pussies. Um, <laughs> and, uh, which I know what is a reference to from Luke Cage. Um, no good deed. Uh, I think the the strongest uh, parts of that were out of focus, Fisky, and uh, you know the Meredith Salinger cameo, of course, uh, and um, uh, and of course the great garage fight. Uh, but still, there was it, it felt like a little bit of padding. Um, so I gave that a seven out of ten. Horribly dated Titanic jokes. Oh, yeah. And I don't know what that's from as well. You do? Because okay, I didn't remember that one. Yeah, yeah, because Luke Cage's dad was obsessed with uh, Titanic. <laughs> yeah, like how Rose, um, how she didn't leave oh, yeah. enough room for him on the. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, man, he's still he's got a point. That. that was like uh, almost 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean, you know, since the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not since the actual event <laughs> where Rose wouldn't let the real Jack on the board. Because <laughs> that was a documentary, was a right? Documentary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tammy Tams. Oh, Tammy, are you there? Yes, now I'm here. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm muting myself. It's um, yeah, I, I like these two more than the first episode. I think Will and I were on the same page last week. Is that we mm-hmm. thought the first episode was a little too slow um yeah so i like these two more i still thought they were a little slow but there's at least stuff progressing uh in the first one i like that we got uh foggy's family i don't get karen at all like her stupid (laughs) story about like oh the rumor tore my family apart and somehow in five minutes of talking this lady's like okay I'll tell you everything that happened (laughs) no that's whatever like I can't I can't with Karen um and the second episode (laughs) more Karen and (laughs) but I I, you know Dex was creepy but I kind of like starting to learn a little bit about him um, I did like sneaky planking Matt. <laughs> but I feel like Fisk is almost too low-key. Like, I can't wait for him to kind of, like, bust out and do something crazy. So, uh, the first episode I gave 8 out of 10 Nelson Family Reunions, and the second episode I gave 8 out of 10 Awkward Blind Dates. 
Nice. Uh, Will? Uh, yeah, I agree. These episodes were much better than the first, but still a, I'm still a little slow, but at least found more that I was interested in. All the kingpin uh, scenes, even the awkward scene with Dex, <laughs> this was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> I liked meeting Foggy's family. Um, Karen, Karen was okay. I love the fight scene with the FBI agents, even kind of wonder how Matt... Well, I guess he's just embracing the devil now. <laughs> um, yeah, I like seeing Matt, like Robin said, I like to see... I always laughed every time he was being sacrilegious. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I gave the first one 8 out of 10 Nadims, and the second <laughs> one I gave 8 out of 10 Foggy Bears. Aww. Awesome. Um, yeah, I like these two episodes. I um, kind of agree with you guys that it is quite slow because I, I don't think I found it so much when I was initially watching it um, with you, Rebecca. Mm-hmm. Uh, but definitely watching it back, I'm kind of like, oh, I know what's coming up and I just want to get to yeah. that. Um, so, yeah, it was kind of like, oh, you know. Um, but there's stuff in these episodes I like. Um, I like the stuff with Fisk, but he's not really doing that much. He's a bit of a passive character at the moment. Um, but I like the um, the whole convoy ambush. I thought that was really good. Um, I like the stuff with Matt. I like the stuff with Dex. I think Dex is um, really creepy, and I like that they're slowly sort of introducing him um, and aspects of him. Um, yeah, so I like them. I definitely prefer episode three more than two because I love Fakey Fisky. He's awesome. So I am going to give episode two 7.5 out of 10. Come on, Tammies. <laughs> Which gives episode uh, two a average of 7.6 out of 10. And episode three I thought was stronger because I love Fakey Fisky. So I'm going to give that eight out of ten. No promises, no demands. Love is Battlefield. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, and that gives episode three, we all said eight out of ten. So it gives it eight out of ten. Right. Awesome. And I have to obviously grade against what I know is coming up. So oh, there's that as well. Interesting. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. And what is coming up is Sedna's email. Will, would you like to read this? Of course. <clears throat> I, got the right I can read it like Kingpin. Hey, there. hey. I am Kingpin. I have posted it in the chat for you. It it begins with. Oh, what does it begin with? With uh, Fisk looks like a big angry baby. Why did they change Skype? I'm going to complain about that like every episode. Like, I hate Skype. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fist looks like a big angry baby in his prison onesie romper suit. I was just saying last night I need to buy a onesie. That's (laughs) me not I still don't approve of Maggie's tough love approach, but seeing as Matt's never going to get himself the therapy he desperately needs, it'll have to do. (laughs) Yeah. Yay, young Matt flashback. And yay, younger Lantum. Pity they don't have the MCU movie budget to de-age him as well as they did Fury and Coulson for Captain Marvel. Some brown hairspray and 
troweled on pan stick is the best they can muster. <laughs> I'm glad you also noticed that now. <laughs> <laughs> also, in season one, it seemed they didn't really know each other. You're Jack Murdoch's kid. So this seems a bit of a story oh, yeah. for us continuity nerds. I didn't even think about that. He didn't know him in season one, did he? I like the real- that is weird. <laughs> I like the realization that hearing the whispered prayers is enough motivation to carry on and to take God out of the equation. And of course, when he finds out about Fisk, he has a new purpose, a new mission, and a reason to go on living. I real, I'm really, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting to really like Desperate Ray Nadim and his amazing swoopy hair. That's cozy homeless guy look. Shame is not a blue puffer, but the too big uh, fur lined parka is perfect. Yeah, because he wore a blue puffer jacket in uh, Born Again. They should have put in a blue puffer jacket. Ah, Foggy's family, the whole extended brood. OMFG. They're almost as Irish as the season two gangsters. (laughs) <laughs> no one's as Irish as them said no come on <laughs> him and his bro are named after Roosevelt's oh, oh I, didn't that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think about that yeah because Theo yeah Sedney you're cleverer than I am because I didn't pick up on that at all why the fuck would Foggy give up his career to run a butcher's yeah and there's 12 question marks I think and I totally agree yeah <laughs> Ha, uh, and as soon as someone starts soliloquizing in the back of a prison transport, it's time for fireworks. But who is this <laughs> trigger-happy dude with the uncanny trigonometric aim? I wonder. It's, uh, Dave. <laughs> so Fisk is now ensconced in a luxury presidential hotel tower. Nice. Aided all the way by Donovan, his James Bolum alike. Sidekick and the shadowy Felix. Who is James? Oh, Rebecca, do you want to take this one? What, who is who is James? Yeah. James Bolum. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I like the word in Scots. No, I love that word. Um, yay, Marcy is back. Foggy's moved in with her. OMFG, he's been having recurring nightmares about Matt and suppressing his grief weeps inconsolably. And Matt is hearing voices, an internal monologue of self-loathing manifesting as Fisk, adding psychosis to his depression, wails into the void. Some neat undercover work from our boy here, and just by keeping his head down and acting distracted, he's mostly passing his sighted too. Love that Matt and Dex's first meeting is a low-key, your name's not down, you're not coming in, and <laughs> Dex is a creepy stalker, and Fisk got designs on him. Yeah. Brilliantly, it seems mm-hmm. Matt's back to fighting fitness, menacing Donovan along the way, then OMFG, the Matt Foggy reunion, is our smile, <laughs> the hug. I just imagine Sedna, like, just uh, just exploding into a shower of little hearts. <laughs> yeah. The brush off. There's no fucking way Foggy and Karen are going to leave this alone, Matt, you dork. The Nick <laughs> wallet. <laughs> 
Oh, man, I know you're suicidally depressed and that can lead to doing shifty things to push away those closest to you. But what in the name of fuck are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) And then I love it that that's where Sedna's email ends, because I always feel like it's just she's just exploded (laughs) (laughs) until next week. (laughs) Thank you, Sedna. There's one thing she said. What was it? Um Oh yeah, uh, are uh, Kingpin and Bullseye usually linked together in the comic books? It's in the um, Ben Affleck movie. Uh, generally, Bullseye like works for Kingpin, okay. and not always though. But yeah, he's kind of works for him. He's sort of high. He's like an assassin for hire. Okay. I also wanted to say she brought up like the whole thing about like how Foggy's been re- like suppressing his grief. And that makes me so happy she brought that up. And I know we didn't talk much about that Mm -hmm. scene. It was more about, like, seeing Marcy and all that stuff. But it's so nice to see that because otherwise I was just like, this asshole, like, never is upset about Matt being gone. Like, him and And how? Yeah. Like, don't fucking care, it seems like. So... How long have we been saying that as well? Like, all the way through? So it's nice to see that it it has been affecting him. It's just, you know, he's really been suppressing it. So. Yeah. Which makes, I mean, it makes He's learned from his best buddy about suppressing his feelings, because they're all way too suppressed. Uh, Awesome. We have an email from Nutty that we got last week, but I couldn't... um, uh, obviously we couldn't share it because it discussed uh, episode 2 as well so Robin do you want to read this sure. it's quite short cheers governor <laughs> it starts with first episode was slow, so slow moving first episode was so slow moving but it is to be expected sister Maggie is awesome and I love her how to make an FBI agent vulnerable for recruitment tell him he can't get a promotion to pay for his bills because his credit score is low due to, due to debts Wilson Fisk tells the prison to show mm-hmm. up and they listen. That's power. Matt tried to kill himself, and that's a sin even if you think that you don't believe in God. I think he does. He's just mad at God. Also, a ruptured eardrum, I think, can heal over time if you stop getting beat up for a second or two. <laughs> Plus, please never use tap water in an empty pot. That's how you get brain-eating organisms. Ick. <laughs> also, wow, one drip in his sinuses are clear. I want that magic neti pot. That looked like more <laughs> nice. than a drip, Nutty. Um, Maybe it wasn't the net, the water that cleared his sinuses. It was the brain-eating organism. <laughs> Eat you out from the inside. Um, oh. Finally, we get a bit of Karen's backstory. Okay. <laughs> Is she being sarcastic? Let me just continue. Uh, yes, let's please explore <laughs> that more. <laughs> sarcastic. <laughs> Matt, stop letting your ear, your ear get hit. Wilson Fisk is amazing, and how he stopped himself from killing the guy in the weight room, amazing. I have expected the Punisher to be the one acting all dead shot during the Albanian hit, but it's this Den guy. Who's he? He in the comics, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> it's this Den guy. Who's he? He in the comics, Claire. Yes, he is in the comics. Uh, Foggy wants to be a butcher. No way. Great casting on the family. Dad and bro look like Foggy. Matt now has something he has to do now the show can start. Awesome. That was for up to episode two, so it didn't include episode three. Cool. Uh, And we have an email from Wu. Tammy, do you want to read this? Sure. It's quite short. 
it starts with, and again, this is the first two episodes. It starts with Dear Defenders Podcast. Dear Defenders Podcast, at the time I was writing this email, I am only through episode one and two of season three. So far, this is some of the best stuff Marvel Television has ever produced. I love this change that Matt Murdock has gone through, and honestly, a lot, sorry, a lot of young people <laughs> in their 20s and 30s go through with religion and how one devotes themselves to something and feel wronged, but the and feel wronged, but the thing or person they've devoted themselves to. I vibe with Matt. Oh, by the thing they've devoted themselves you. to. Uh, I, vibe, I vibe with Matt when he is telling Sister Maggie to go away and leave him be. Some people I have known in my life just don't get that people need to grieve, and Matt does not does need to grieve over Electra over the years. Mm. But seriously, but I feel like he's already grieved her because she was already yeah, dead. Exactly what I think too. <laughs> and it's not. She was I'm dead not before. Saying, Matt, you need to get over it. But honestly, Matt, get over it. Okay. He feels he. <laughs> From a viewer standpoint, Matt, if you do what you need to do. Um, I just don't feel like watching it. Uh, he feels he wasted leading a double life, but Sister Maggie probably perceives correctly that if she lets Matt stay this way, he is never going to come out of it. I also like how this feels like an everything-must-go season in terms of storyline. I love that we finally see Foggy's family's butcher shop. I also like that we got a flashback from in between Daredevil Season 2 and The Defenders when Karen is when Karen is told, has told Matt, the devil of I don't know. Basically, when Karen I swing, finds yeah. out Matt is Daredevil. Okay. The, <laughs> probably the most sad thing is uh, these first two episodes is the fact that Karen Page is paying off Matt's rent. Heart crushing. Lastly, did anyone catch the shout out to the first Iron, Fil- Iron Man film at the end of episode two? Uh, when the no. policeman says to Fisk, stay here and get killed in almost the exact same way the young soldier says to Tony Stark to stay in the Hummer before he gets shot and killed in the first scene of the Iron Man in Afghanistan. Oh, man, I haven't seen Iron Man in forever. Yeah, really. <laughs> I love all types of MCU Easter eggs. It rewards us hardcore fans that have stuck with uh, with this universe for a decade, which blows my mind just writing that. Ten years. Wow. Thanks, everyone. Woo. Thanks, Woo. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know. There's like one line, <laughs> uh, yeah. but I don't know what that means. <laughs> I think it's like an auto-reply okay. thing that's uh, at the okay. bottom. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. <laughs> which is so super positive. I mean, really, it should be more like yeah, whatever. At least one of them should say. <laughs> I know it's so weird got that it's like three, just like this. yeah, got it. I love it. You're amazing. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you for all the feedback, guys. That was l- awesome. We love hearing from you guys, and um, yeah, I'd love to know what people think of this series kind of going on, particularly as it is such a slow start. It'd be really interesting to know. And uh, so I should uh, tell you guys what's going to happen next week. Uh, And you guys can guess what's going to happen. Would you like the descriptions of the episodes? You know, the Netflix ones are always super vague. Come on. (laughs) So next week we are discussing episode four and five. (laughs) There is a fight. Stuff happens. Uh, Episode four is called... (laughs) Episode four is called Blindsided. While Matt and... (laughs) (laughs) 
Matt might be in a hallway. Maybe there might be a fight. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. While Matt infiltrates a prison to find information on the Albanians, Fisk puts Dex in his crosshairs and a fed-up Foggy goes on the offensive. And episode five is The Perfect Game. Uh, to quell the rising backlash over his release, Fisk serves up a scapegoat to the FBI. Dex misses the mark when he runs into a woman from his past. Just a woman he's secretly eating pizza with that she doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Obviously, the perfect game is Monopoly. It's fun for all the family. It's great. <laughs> Comes in many, many editions. Brilliant. Fun <laughs> <laughs> for all. Uh, any predictions for next week, guys? Uh, I'm excited for fighting. I'm excited for fighty fighty. So that's that's it. Fighty fighty smash smash. Yep. <laughs> I, you know, I was thinking when Matt told um, Foggy not to tell Karen. Like the first thing I would have done was picked up my phone. Like, hey, Karen, guess what? Just yeah. Talking about it. So I think that's gonna happen next oh episode. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna keep it quiet for no. long. Awesome. Uh, Robin, thank you for guesting with us. Returning to Defender's Tower. It's a crumbling tower. There aren't many rooms left. <laughs> but thank you for coming back for, for, oh, for we this go. week. Am I, am I on mute now? Yes, you are on mute. Yeah, you are. I was like, yes, thank you. But you are on mute. Nobody can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people um, hear your dulcet tones, Robin? Oh, boy. Uh, currently, I am uh, binge casting with Stephanie on We Don't Want to Wait. Uh, right now, we are uh, going through the. We're chilling with Sabrina right now. We're chilling. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's been fun. We don't want to wait. Mm-hmm. It was a Dawson's Creek binge cast, and we got through that really quick. So we just kept binging other things. Um, <laughs> and, uh, of course, there's the iZombie podcast and uh, that, you know, is about the series iZombie. Oh, I'm also nice. on, like, round three. Every once in a while that records. What's round three? It's like a, a, a like a panel show where like we get questions and we answer them, and uh, people are some people are interested. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That's good. Like, uh, yeah. Maybe maybe somebody wants to know my favorite hostess item. You know, subscribe away. No, Do hostess make more things than just Twinkies? There's ho hos and devil dogs. I don't know any of these things. I know Twinkies. Yeah, everything. Rebecca, thank you for joining us. Where can people hear you? Nowhere. No, um, I sometimes do the Immortal Iron Fist podcast, and I sometimes do Into the Night podcast, and I'm currently in Moon Knight 200. You can see me. Hurrah! Yes! Oh, we didn't speak about that. Rebecca is in an issue of Moon Knight. It's amazing. (laughs) It's cool. (gasps) Uh, which was just a nod to the podcast, but it was very sweet. As, right. as a bit of a badass. Yeah, got a gun and everything. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, thanks, guys. Uh, Robin and Rebecca, you can take us out with an Excelsior or just shout Nadim if you want. <laughs> uh, I'll let Robin do it. <laughs> we, can both, we can both do a Nadim if you want. Let's do a Nadim. Nadim! Yeah. Okay, one, two, three. Nadim! I'm shaking my fist right now. Your fisk. My fisk. 
I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm pissed. Oh, and I will just chart back next week. <laughs> next week. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Defenders Podcast or on Twitter at Defenders Pod. Defenders Podcast is created under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 3.0 Unported International License. That means you can share it, you can send it to your friends, you just can't make any money off of it. You can't change it and you have to link back to us and our site. Excelsior!